Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be bright days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs <laughs> on 95.7 The Game. I heard it over and over today. I'm not. I'm not going to lie, Dib. Steiny got me a couple of times today. Yeah, you, you ever do that? You ever do that? You're driving around, and uh, and I do this all day. You know me. I'm yeah. like chicken head cut off, and 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 the way our day goes because you get these kids to school, and now it's eight thirty, and I'm like, okay. I got to be in the city by whatever one one forty three. Sure, and uh, and, and you got to so, go to Safeway, right? You got to go every uh, day, twice today. Um, uh, did I go twice today? No, only once. But the day's young. I'll probably go again tonight. You probably go to Safeway. I would say twelve times a week uh, on a seven day week. Ooh, over under 11, ten and a half. Eleven and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's tight every time. Boy, yeah. Vegas knows how to set a number, but <laughs> but anyway, so driving around. And there's Steiny and Goo. And do you ever do this? And I, I'll say it right to my brother's faces, where you're like, because I don't, I don't, I'm listening to us every day. I don't listen to anything else. Music is for the drive home. Sure. I'm listening to us every day. And every now and again, ah, damn it, I got to push the button. Turn it off. Turn, Turn it, it off. off. Turn it off. Look. Well, here was the statement. There's what do you no off button? I want to know. Well, I, I always turn it right back on. Okay. I like drive like F a couple Steiny. blocks. Is I'm it like, Steiny or right. Goo? It's everybody. It's everybody. I would do it to myself if I were driving around listening to myself. Well, I do it to you. We're all, all the time. Yeah, exactly. We're all nauseating. Anyway, put on program three over here. So, here here's the statement. I can get down with the Niners weren't good enough. I can't get down with the Niners aren't good enough. And that determines your whole offseason. Who said they aren't good enough? Well, Steiny. Put the name on it. Every Herm player. Edwards. You got to put your name on it. I've never told you the Herm Edwards story. <laughs> save it for the stream. Yeah, I'll save it. I'll save it. Are we, we doing the stream that again? <laughs> I think we have a Utah game this week, don't we? Uh, Thursday? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think we. I think you're right. Anyway, I don't anyway. know if there's going to be a stream. Why is Farhan signing Blake Snell? Who knows? He not, no stream. They're not. They're not signing Blake Snell. Right. Anyway, um, you're in trouble. No, but what do you think of that statement? Because if we go with what I just said to them, which is that I feel like, and I might be wrong, but this is what I will go into the off season with. This is we want to call it what it could have, should have, whatever. Doesn't matter. I thought that this was a pretty damn evenly matched game that went to overtime, and when you have that, it always comes down to 
a few very, very memorable key plays. And the Chiefs made their handful of mistakes as well. They fumbled the ball four times, including once in the red. And a third down penalty that kept the Niners alive. And a pick. Yep. Right? All of those things. So they would have their woulda, coulda, shoulda, too, if the game had gone the other way. But I feel like I could write down on a piece of paper four plays, at least. And I'm sort of just coming up with that number. Sure. Off it's the probably top closer my... to eight. Yeah, it might be. But at least four plays I could write down that are, are razor-thin plays, and if they go the other way, the Niners win the football game. That tells me I don't want to hear... That they aren't good enough. They weren't good enough that day. But to say they aren't good enough to win the Super Bowl as currently constructed, I I, I think is a mistake. I don't think you go into the offseason thinking wholesale changes or conceptual changes. All this BS, Kyle needs an offensive coordinator. They need to do it totally different. No, they don't need to do it totally differently. I'm with you. Every year has a couple of tweaks I would like the offensive line to be stronger and perform better. That's where I would start. But this idea of conceptual changes around the Niners, no. They're good enough. They just weren't that day. They messed up some key spots and they weren't that day. The conceptual changes would involve the individual who has the concept. And he's not going to change his concept. So you have Kyle Shanahan installed as the head coach, and he got an extension. So he's here for, I think, three more years, maybe four more. I think it's 24, 25, 26, and maybe 27. Either way. It's a lot. Yeah, It's a lot. I don't even know. There are years where Kyle's going to be here. And so the conceptual changes have to do with the concepts of the guy running it. Mm -hmm. And his concept is run the ball, 21 personnel. They do it almost more than any other team in the league. He loves his fullback. He loves his tight end. And you have two wide receivers and you have a quarterback who's accurate. That is his concept. Now, defensively, you might have some changes. And personnel-wise, you'll have some changes because you got 19 free agents, right? Unrestricted. You might sign half of them. You might sign a third of them. You're not going to bring all of them back. And I know cap-wise, they're already in a little bit of a tough spot going into next year. You're going to have to rework some deals and do what you do. But the concept will be the same. Now, are you not good enough in general? I think that that is a little misguided because, as you mentioned, for the last five, you've been one of the last four teams playing. So it's hard for me to say that you aren't good enough. Now, you weren't good enough, and you weren't good enough four years ago, and we can look at four plays from Sunday, we can look at six plays, eight plays, whatever you want to look at. And yeah, there were plays that if they made them, they win, and it's the same thing as four years ago, and that's what's frustrating, is you haven't made those plays. Emmanuel Sanders and Tyreek Hill and George Kittle from four years ago, and this time it's Spencer Burford, Burford. who's now going to be the new buzzword. Looter. All that, right? Yeah. And we're going to have these names and these plays, but they aren't making the plays, and that's what's frustrating. Yeah. Although they also are. You know, that's. I mean, that's the other thing. Sure. Right? Sure. Like, I mean, you also... I mean, maybe we're four plays away from the Chiefs one by fourteen. Maybe we're eight plays away from the Niners one by ten. Sure. I mean, that's football. That, and well, that's, that, football. that's football when it's tight like that. When you've got two heavyweights batting it back and forth. I mean, that's the, that, that's frustrating to me sometimes. Like you lose the game, and that's what I mean. Like there is this overwhelming difference in the way that we look at every individual out there. 
based on the final score. So that's what I was driving around hearing today, right? Ayuk and Debo didn't play like champions. Miko Hardman did. What? No. No. Like, the ball got thrown to Hardman, and, 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 and he caught it. Right, Debo got right. open in the end zone. He got overthrown. Ayuk got open in the end zone. No one ever saw him. They missed a block. All of these things do mean you didn't execute well enough. So you didn't perform. But it's sort of like, I don't know, looking at a day of the week rather than the whole month or the whole year. Right? Did your relationship have a bad day? Did you have a fight? Or like, or even a bad hour. Or do you or need to break up? Minutes, like, do right? you need to break up? Yeah. Like this relationship isn't working, and I think that's the overreaction that you hear a lot right now. And forget it. Quite frankly, for me, when it's out there in the media, our good friends over at Fox Sports Radio, every single one of them has the stupid thing on Instagram about how Kyle should be fired. It's 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 like not your partner. No, 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 no. no. Rob Parker. Ben Maller. I'll go ahead and name him. You got fire him. Okay. Nick Wait. Wrong? I haven't heard from him. But yeah. anyway, like... Red Parker. I know what those people are doing, and they know what they're doing. Right. And nobody who really has a cogent thought about this whole thing thinks that that's a possibility or thinks that that should happen. I'd be more interested in the conversation of... Do you believe that Kyle Shanahan should just keep doing what he's doing? Don't get me fired. He's not getting fired. He's not hiring an offensive coordinator. But haven't you also heard this a bunch? Kyle never learns. He's never (laughs) going to learn. I don't think he needs to learn anything. I think he needs a day where everybody just is more buttoned up and they go out and execute. And maybe you blame him for that, and that's fine. Yeah. But do you really believe that as constructed, is good enough, or do they need to do something differently? Nothing drastic, but I do think that Kyle needs to button it up. And I think you used a good phrase there in terms of what they need because you had guys not knowing the overtime rules. You have players who are fighting on social media. You have a wide receiver who's under contract who is using his brother and his partner to go out there and basically... Already send up signal flares that maybe he's not happy about the amount of targets he got and the way he was used. That, to me, Mark, is not being buttoned up. And I know when you lose, you have hard feelings and people are going to act the way they're going to act. And you talk about Trent Williams with back-to-back penalties and you had a false start derail and you had a muff punt and you had a blown assignment. All these little things, that, to me does fall on Kyle Shanahan in many ways. I mean, on, on some level, attention yes. Attention to detail. Well, sure. And I that's mean, why they lost the Super Bowl, is they did not pay attention to the little details, and your penalties killed you, and the muff punt killed you, So I guess and a blown I, assignment when you needed it the most killed you. I don't disagree, but I, this is where my mind goes. Okay, let's say, let's say that uh, in overtime, Niners are up 22-19, Bosa breaks free for a blindside sack, and, and and he just beats his man. No blown assignment. He just beat his guy, and he causes a fumble, and Armstead falls on it, and the 49ers win the Super Bowl. Um, were the Chiefs not buttoned up 
and Andy Reid, therefore, because they made those that same list that we have in it our head. It depends on if the assignment was blown. The Chiefs have that list, too. Right. Mahomes threw a pick. They P- fumbled five times, P- Mark. Pacheco fumbled and one in the red zone. And that penalty. Mahomes fumbled twice. Pacheco, James, and Rashi right. Rice. Five and, fumbles. And quite, James actually kind of fumbled twice, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, he, like, right? Didn't he? he dropped the ball and then he got it back, popped up in the air. Anyway, he, like, this might be the under, most under discussed thing about the whole overtime discussion that we're all having, which is that the Niners went three and out. They went backwards. They got the ball and they went backwards. And only. Because a Chiefs defender held Juwan Jennings, did that drive even think about continuing so that we could get to the point where we can talk about Chris Jones being unblocked and Burford's missed assignment and should you go for it and touchdown versus field goal and do you defer and all of that stuff. All of that stuff would have been blown to smithereens right. if Jennings doesn't get held because the Niners would have punted, Mahomes would have thrown to Kelsey twice, and Harrison Butker would have walked out and ended the game, and the Chiefs would have won 22-19. to And to that That's point... That's exactly how it would have gone. The sequence started in the overtime... Pass, pass, pass. So that's where people, and I know there was a false start in there that made it second and 15. Again, attention to detail. You come out at overtime, you throw it, incomplete. Ayuk with the false start. And, you know, you're all eager to point fingers and say, I didn't get the ball enough. You put your team in second and 15 because you couldn't, like, compose yourself on the line of scrimmage. You wanted to break out he got that badly. He got duped by the CB. He, he, right. he, he pressed him. And you can't hit. get duped I know. at that point, at that level. But so that's, a, that's a good question that you're asking. Attention to detail. Right, but like, so I, the, I do struggle with this. I don't know the answer. Sure, your attention to detail as a group is the responsibility of the head coach. But then whittle it down to each act. Is it actually Kyle's fault that Brandon Ayuk went, no. uh, that, that's Kyle's fault? No. Is it Kyle's fault or Wilkes' fault that Fred Warner, and it wasn't even Warner, but like the Kelsey long play over the middle, total blown assignment. It was Warner. Okay. He jumped to the inside. Right. He took away the inside leverage, and he got beaten to the outside. Logan Ryan, whoop, we flinch and sure. touchdown. Miko Hardman. Fourth and one, Nick Bosa doesn't know that they have zone read in there. Burford goes the wrong way. Luter has his foot in the wrong spot on a punt. All these things, they're not Kyle's fault. But they are but Kyle's, Kyle's fault. fault. Yeah, I, I get right. it. Coach or player? We can get into it. 888-957-9570. In 45 minutes, we're going to have an extended piece of today's exit interviews, largely with Kyle Shanahan. Some very interesting uh, questions and answers uh, put out there, including the future of Steve Wilkes. Now, we also got to get to this Ayuk thing and the whole wide receiver core for the 49ers, because what the hell is up? What is going on? So all that's coming up next. Glad you're with us today. It's Wuthering Dips. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. 25 seconds on something else? Yeah. Because uh, we never get to do this. Because the Oakland A's are a complete bleep show. They are frustrating. They are disingenuous. They are liars. They are money mongerers. They have turned their back on the Bay Area. And I don't even know if they know what they're doing or where they're going. I don't know if they know anything. But I know this. They hired Jenny Kavner today to be the first ever lead play-by-play voice of a major league team who is a female. You know Jenny? I have had Jenny on the air. I don't know her personally, but I have had her on the air. She's fantastic, and I think that's awesome. And I just want to take a moment to say that. Okay. So good job, A's, on that. Okay. (laughs) No, I want to let that breathe. Mm -hmm. I did not want what I said next to in any way be about Jenny color or disparage Jenny because I saw the news and I thought you know what awesome because more females need more opportunity in sports and really quick before you do go dibs uh, Raymond Ritter has put on Twitter that she's going to be filling in for Tim Roy here on 95.7 the game tomorrow bang how about that okay that's Mike Breen but I like it no but let's get her on the show get her on the show tomorrow yeah no, 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 for real. Yeah, let's no, do it. I know it's not your jam. I mean, he won't. It's not like Lucas will do it. So, anyway, uh, here, give me your number. I'll text her. The other piece <laughs> that I wanted to get to, and thank you for that, Grandy. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the A's. And Steve Kerr at five, by the way. The too. A's, the city and county officials, to meet this week to discuss Coliseum lease extension. Okay. This was shared to me by our very own Evan Giddings, and he actually titled his retweet with a desperation sensation. Cha-ching. That's a buck. Which I appreciate, and I'll take the buck for you, Evan, for sharing it, but he's absolutely right. And if you're an A's fan, how do you feel about this? I mean, the A's are here for one more year, but the A's are now looking. They're coming back hat in hand because they've got nowhere to go. Right. So if you're an A's fan here locally, do you want another additional year knowing full well who they are and where they're going to go? You don't. However, there's more to it than that. In other words, like this is, you know, this is a negotiation sensation. That's also a bug. Um, and uh, like, Cha-ching! for instance, uh, Bill Shaken wrote five minutes ago with regard to this news that you just said, it's a great opportunity for the city of Oakland to insist that John Fisher relinquish his right to control development on the Coliseum site after the A's leave. He won't. So, I mean, why would you? That's a multi-billion dollar piece of land. Okay, fine. Then no, there's nowhere for you to play. Okay. I mean... We'll see you. No, and I'm with you. We'll see you at a minor league. We'll see you in Lancaster. My fraternity pledge brother is Dave Halbert, who is a... 
I think he's a county supervisor in Alameda County. And he was the one who actually called the A's on the carpet and said, you've got 90 days to pay your back debt on the land. And John Fisher did because the county, they want Fisher off that land. And the city, of course. they want him off that land because he doesn't want to develop it. He wants to sit on it and squat on it. And Oakland and the county, they all want to actually do something for the uh, community of East Oakland. Um, Which is the to me, it's the it's the biggest part of this. So yeah, you're right. And what uh, Bill Shaken said in his tweet, it's good and it's right. But I don't think John Fisher wants to get off that land. Um, three, two, congratulations, Jenny. Yes, congratulations, thank you. Jenny. Book ended correctly. Yeah, thank and you. I, and I, hope, I had to get that in there. No, because I get that's it's all good. Yeah. Uh, what about this? And then we'll go back to your calls. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. So, Brandon Ayuk. For those of you who are not on Instagram all afternoon, here here's the very Cliff's notes of how this is all gone. Brandon puts out on his IG story, and guys, correct me if I get a little bit of the wording wrong, but something along the lines of the eyeball emoji and don't forget what got you here. Was, was that what it was, essentially? Don't forget what And everyone, this is the normal thing, and it's the most wide receiver thing ever. <laughs> Debo... A.J. Brown, uh, D.K. Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, on and on. We're going to go to social media, and we're going to start. We're not going to scrub Instagram yet, but we're going to start with a mysterious message so that people go, what's he mean? Is he mad? Or did he just want to thank his Uber driver who took him to the game? Um, right. one of the, what, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But then it seems to get confirmed that Brandon is trying to put a message out because his girl puts on a TikTok from inside the car outside Levi Stadium and she's sort of the way her eyes go it makes it look like Brandon is sitting right next to her in the car you can't see him but she puts her eyes on him and kind of references him and she's like well you just I don't even know this might be the last thing we ever do at Levi Stadium because we don't know if we're going to even be here next year keep in mind he's under contract yeah He's in the same boat that Nick Bosa was last year. He's extension eligible. He can't just leave if he wants to, unless you ask his brother, who also went to Instagram and essentially, with other words, wrote, we out. Bleep you, we out. Okay. He can hold out. He can but hold he, out. I think he's making $14 million yeah. next year, no, his fifth-year option. That's not a good idea for yeah. him. And the fact that this is coming up six minutes after the Super Bowl ended, what the hell are we doing? What's even going on? And for me as a fan, i got to tell you, all of this stuff, Feliciano versus Burford, Ayuk over here on Instagram, um, the players coming out being like, I didn't know the OT rules. The whole thing feels like a little bit of a gut punch because we spent all year going, it's just so kumbaya. They all like each other, and boy, they're just so buttoned up, and, and they're all working together and well-coached, and, and they're a fraternity. And, and it's like, guys, the Super Bowl ended, and three seconds later, we got social media battles. We got mysterious IG stories going out. We got players being like, I don't know what the hell was going on out right. there. Coach never told me a thing. What the hell is going on? 
It's a little bit of a mess, and I didn't see it coming. I didn't see Nick Bosa coming out saying, "Well, you know, we didn't we didn't know that play was going to be we weren't prepared. a possibility." We yeah, weren't we weren't prepared, prepared for, for that. Yeah, use it twice. And you've got Feliciano and Burford. You've got Ayuk intimating through his people that he wants out, and all the rest of it. And this is all within you know thirty six or forty eight hours of the Super Bowl, where you played pretty well and you fought Mahomes all the way. Through five quarters, 75 minutes of football, and he was just maybe one play better, and this is how you're going to react? It's shocking, Mark. Well, it means it's not about just that. It's not like, okay, could Brandon just be frustrated because of a Super Bowl where he only had three catches and was running by himself in the end zone right. on what could have well been the game-winning, championship-winning play? Sure, maybe it's just frustration talking. And we've already, as 49er fans, been through the whole wide receiver on Instagram situation, and it ended up fine. Debo Samuel is now well-paid and still very much a 49er with the boom box all there right behind him. So maybe this all goes away, but it's unsettling. There's no two ways about it. John Lynch, oh, yeah, what's up? I got more, so Ayuk... John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, which we'll hear from in a little yeah, bit, doing their end-of-season pressers. So are the players in the locker room. The audio quality isn't great, but I can explain to you or tell you what Ayuk did say. He was asked if he wants to remain a 49er, and he said, quote, if it's the right move. The follow-up was, what would that right move look like? And he paused and then said, being a champion. Oh. Oh, that's not good at all. Right, so if you win... That's a shot at the coaches. Right, being a champion. That, that's a shot at the coaches. Right, because Kyle can't win the big one. That's what he's saying. Well, he's he's he's. That's what he he's basically saying. If we're going to be champions, not then a, I'll stay. But but he's also saying we would be champions if you involved me more. Right, a thirteen hundred yard receiver who's on who's a teammate with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle. He believes that he's not involved enough in the big game, the biggest game. Jesus. Not involved enough. And he had... I mean, I would have loved to see him more involved, Six targets, too, three catches. I would have loved to see everybody more involved. You know? George Kittle got two balls for four yards. Yeah. Wow, man. I didn't see this going this way. Me either. Especially as far as, you know, we all felt like Brandon Ayuk had come from the doghouse days, even though Kyle said, I don't have a doghouse and stuff. Brandon Ayuk was not in the same light as he was this year. And 1,300 yards receiving, and he was the guy, and oh, the route running, and B.A., and yeah, he's going to get an extension, no doubt. And now this is the way we react? This is a terrible answer. For anybody who wants Brandon Ayuk to be a 49er going forward, this is a terrible, terrible answer. Well, for him, if he wants to be a 49er going forward. two opportunities to say, I want to be a 49er, and he wouldn't take either one. Right. And he's under contract is the thing. So Right, but he can play hardball, so is Debo. Sure. Yeah. Right. And yeah. they I mean Debo came in and Bosa came it's in. It's extension and, time. And right. Brandon didn't even my God. He didn't even let everybody get to their hotel. Right. Before right. he started the negotiation. At least the Debo thing, Nick Bosa, that took a second. All right, you want to hear what John Lynch said about it? Totally. John Lynch. Ayuk extension. Is it a priority? 
Yeah, you have to prioritize all these things. You know, Brandon's entering his fifth-year option. Brandon's been a fantastic player for us. Uh, Kyle calls him a warrior all the time because of the way he goes out and competes, and I, I mean, that shines through anybody who, whether you're a trained eye or whether you're a fan, you can see the passion he plays with. You can see the production that he's had. Uh, we're extremely prideful in what he's become and and he should be as well and so your team is comprised of guys you know veterans who've been paid very well of guys who want to play be played very well we got one guy on our team who pretty prominent who can't be played very you know real well right now because the the cba doesn't allow so it's all one big puzzle uh we've developed a good cadence over the years kyle and i where he focuses on the season we we do all the planning and then we present things to him and we work through it and that's what we'll continue continue to do but of course we you want a guy like brandon Ayuk to be a part of you going forward and not very committal either the only reason that one bugs me is because i've listened to john lynch answer this question before about other people and that's not what it sounded like yeah sure you want brandon on your team the warrior and you know got a lot of people got one guy we're not even allowed to pay yet right right uh, you know what would be fun, Grandy? And take your time, no rush, I'm throwing this at you. I'd love to hear how John Lynch answered that question with regard to Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel over yep. the last two years. Yep. The exact same question. And put them side by side. And let's get that within five minutes, yeah. Grandy. Or four. Um, <laughs> not because, five, yeah, not six. Because, because my, I know, my, I know. Memory, my memory tells me the John, vibe was different. John yeah. was like, don't you worry about Nick. Oh, we put a truckload of cash into a bit. We put it under our bed. Right. Because we, we, we love Nick. And Debo was like, I mean, that guy's like a, he's a huge part of our team. And the 49ers, outside of the exception of DeForest Buckner, have built a reputation for if we draft you and you're amazing. An A-lister. You stay. Yeah. And something's going on that we didn't know about. Right. Between Brandon Ayuk and the 49er organization. And maybe... Because both of yeah. them stepped into these answers and kind of went, Hey! Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, if Brandon oh. wants what he might command on the market, which would be... Least, five least twenty-five. Let's say I was going to say five and a hundred with you know fifty-five million guaranteed. Five and a hundred. That's oh, twenty a year. Oh God, no! It's way. It's going to be way higher. Okay, than that. maybe I mean, it's Debo, four and a hundred. Yeah, thirteen hundred yards. Debo's making twenty-four. Right. Right. Can get more than that. Okay. Don't you think? You know, probably. Yeah. Or possibly, but let's just say he gets four and a hundred as as the the mark that he might command, and fifty-five millions guaranteed. If you're the Niners, do you really want to pay another receiver that much? And you look at what you, what he did in the postseason. He had three catches against Green Bay, three against Detroit, and three against Kansas City. One touchdown. Now, is that because he's not very good? Of course not. It's because the Niner offense is not predicated on using a lot of wide receivers to, to catch balls. You've got Debo. You've got Kittle. You've got McCaffrey. And you're going to have to pay Purdy at some point. So maybe it's just as simple as Ayuk is going to be a victim of the salary cap. Um, I'm looking at some of the other top receivers in the game. And there is something that stands out, okay? Listen to this. This is a cool exercise. Okay. Brandon Ayuk is 1,342 yards this year. That was seventh in the league. Seventh, yeah. Okay? Listen to the targets. 
okay, for one through six. Okay. And then listen for when we get to Brandon. Targets. This is just attempts at the receiver, not catches. Um, Tyreek Hill, 171. Woo! CeeDee Lamb, 181. Jeez. Amon Ross St. Brown, 164. Puka Nakua. 192. 160. <laughs> A.J. Brown, 158. D.J. Moore, 136. Brandon Ayuk, 105. 105. It's just over six a game. Right. Right. He did miss one game. Yeah. So No, I already did with the 16 okay, instead good. of the 17. Yeah, yeah. It's Thank six, you. It's six and a half a game. Okay. Yeah. And he thinks it's not enough. Right. He might have a point. Well, but you were a Super Bowl team. Yep. You were in overtime in the Super Bowl, and you had a chance to win the game. Apparently so, he wants to be a Chief. I bet they'd love a wide receiver. Maybe he wants to be a Panthers, or maybe he wants to be a Texans. <laughs> Good luck, dude. Well, maybe he wants to go somewhere where he, where he can get 170 he, targets he and want, get... He wants to get paid. He right. wants to get paid. But he also wants the ball. Yeah. Because the one thing about wide receivers, they want the ball. They all want the ball. I've never met or heard of a wide receiver who's like, you know what? Six targets a game? I'm good with that. But he said he wants to be a champion. Right. But he wants to get the money. Okay. Is and it, he wants is it, the ball. Is it, is it? Is it? Is the sound quality good enough? Yeah, you can understand it. Okay. Here, here's Ayuk here's asked if he wants to be a 49er moving forward, and this is from uh, CBS Bay Area with uh, Matt Lively. Is your hope to remain with the 49ers moving forward? If that's the right move, yeah. What would that right move look like for you? Being a champion. If that's the right move. Being a champion. What would the right move look like? Being a champion. What would being a champion entail? Throwing me the gosh darn football. More than three times. It's not, it's not even now, now. This is why I love playing stuff like this. And Grandy, good stuff. Thanks for getting great job, course. Grandy. Good hustle. I, I, well, I want to. Not... I don't love Mark Grandy, but I respect him. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I do too. Shrug. I. I want. I want to not only know what they said. I want to know how they said it. Need a little terse. That's a little quick. It's a little terse. You want to be a 49er? If that's the right move, what would that look like? Being a champion. Oh, okay, bud. Who? Well, you, you won the George Hallis Trophy. Yeah. Is that good enough for you? Somebody pooping your Cheerios? Like, what's Man. what's going on? What's going on? I did not see this coming. I didn't either. Didn't you think Brandon Ayuk was happy this year? I thought he was happy this year. Well, he was happy when he was getting the ball, and he was top 10. He was top 7 in yards. What happened to the playoffs, Mark? Three catches for 32 in a win over Green Bay, three for 68 in a win over Detroit, his only touchdown of the postseason, and three for 49 in a Super Bowl loss, including him being wide open (laughs) in the end zone where he scores the touchdown on that play, they win the game, and he's that guy. He's Miko Hardman. He had five more targets than Justin Jefferson this year. Justin Jefferson missed nine games. Justin played ten games. Oh, so he missed seven games. He I apologize. Ten, ten games. If you go down the target list, Justin has got a hundred. Brandon Ayuk's one hundred and five, and you have to go all the way down to number twenty-four on the list to find someone who's under a hundred targets. You know who it is? George Kittle. 
George Kittle. Um, George Pickens, who was upset the entire year and played for a team that hates throwing the ball, had one more target than Brandon Ayuk. But he also averaged 17.9 yards per catch, which I would argue has something to do with the system, the team, right. and the quarterback. Right. And where did that rank? In uh, and It's hard to tell because some guys no, would have like you. three catches no, he's, for... He's number two behind George Pickens. Okay. George Pickens, though, did it in 63 catches, Brandon in 75. Right. Pickens had 1,140 yards. Ayuk had 1,342. Um, Pickens 18.1, Ayuk 17.9. The only other two over 17 per catch, Amari Cooper and Noah Brown, who only had 33 catches for the Texans. Right, and this may be as simple as, you know, posturing, contract posturing. Normally you don't see that this quickly after the Super Bowl, but clearly he's frustrated. You heard the sound, right? Brandon Ayuk is frustrated. One more from John Lynch asked if they plan to keep all of their high-priced players this offseason? Yeah, there's some challenges. Uh, I hope so. I think we're set up to do that. It, it takes putting the whole thing together, and there's also things we have to plan for you know, going forward. So you can't just be reckless. We never will be. It goes back to the draft being so critical because those guys um, you know, making and contributing to your team are very critical, but it goes back to the whole piece. So it's it's early. You know, we've, we've been obviously looking and planning for these things. Now we get to include Kyle and, and his staff on those talks, and, and, and we'll have a, a great plan moving forward Mm. i got a whole new feeling about the 49ers this is not the way i thought the offseason was going to start right at all you go from uh boy great effort super bowl or try again and now it's super bowl and i'm gonna be sick you got offensive linemen fighting you've got a wide receiver who's under contract Mm -hmm. who's open for an extension who doesn't sound happy you've got a Harvard-educated fullback who doesn't know the OT rules, and you've got your pass rusher who is basically saying we weren't prepared for the fourth down uh, run from Patrick Mahomes. Well, and you get a mixed bag at the wide receiver position in terms of when you're in this situation, what's the right thing to do? The Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill. They were right. Yeah. They have gone 7-0 and in the playoffs since then. They have won two Super Bowls. And they have a truckload of picks still making them from that deal, and one of them was Rasheed Rice. Okay? Um, A.J. Brown left. I'd argue that the Eagles were fantastic in large part because of him when they were good. D.K. Metcalf stayed. Debo Samuel stayed. Niners went to the Super Bowl. Mixed bag. All right. Uh, Butch, Omar, Montoyo, Robert, Trey, you're all online and we're coming to you. Here we go. 888-957-9570. We're presented by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises, Willard and Dibs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 